If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only Jacqueline Lorita with special co-host Kid D. Woo-hoo! Let's rock and roll, guys. I mean, this is like so overdue, Jacqueline. We have literally, I think, had everyone on this podcast more or less that has been on Housewives ever. We this is overdue. I know, I know you guys have asked me to do it for a while and I I want to do it, but sometimes it's hard for me. Like I've had a lot of time like this past week, which has been good. But when things get busy here, it's hard to sit down and do it. And um, I've been homeschooling my son. So it's been hard to, you know, have some quiet time. time. It's hard to have the yeah. quiet time. Yeah. Cause that's what yeah. you need. I'm always telling my dogs to stop barking, you know? So yeah. it's hard. <laughs> I oh mean, you- I was just trying to get out of the room right before taping this he wanted to stay in the room and cut up pictures and stuff and I'm like you need to leave my office now <laughs> oh my god go with CJ go glue some get some he's making frames for pictures right now so I told him to CJ to work Aww, on it with him. how cute so, <laughs> I love it I love I, it I mean you guys miss each other you guys have been fast friends from way yes. before the days Absolutely. of RHO and J yes what I love about Kim is like we could go like months without speaking and then whenever we talk it's like it's like we just pick up right where we left off and it's just always fun. 1,000%, 1,000%, yeah. But I do miss being with her and I do miss seeing her. So, um, and maybe one day we'll go out to Vegas, but then again, guess yeah. what? Jacqueline, you're not going to be there soon. Where are you going, Jack? I'm moving to the OC in June, the end of June. Love yeah, it. Well, I'll come out there. I'll come out there. David, you know, is David's going to be in LA. I'm going to so be close to to the beaches. Yeah. It's so long ago. When you think back to your time on RHO and J, Jacqueline, like, do you have like just one overall like best memory? I mean, I know there was a lot of, you know, ups and downs. Like, do you have a best memory? No, but one of the things I always remember is our trip to Italy, just because we got to bring our entire family with us. Like we had, you know, my parents got to go and my kids and everything. And usually the kids don't go on the trips with you or, you know, it was nice to be able to bring my parents and you know, Italy is beautiful. So no, that was like a memorable thing. But I mean, there's been a lot of memorable moments, which of course, a lot of them happen on the posh fashion shows. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. I mean, Wild times. Kind of. It's kind of iconic, right? Yeah. What about, you know, like you were there for like Teresa's table flip, like that really kind of changed, you know, that is like really talk about one of the most iconic moments. You weren't there, Kim, but like, no, I mean, was it like, were you scared? Like what was happening? Like when that scene, I mean, was happening, like did you, and did you realize it was going to be such a thing or was it like a, not really a thing at the time? Well, I think I was like in shock when it happened. I I think I was like 
not understanding what was happening in the moment. And then like, I see everything moving and she's yelling and I'm just sort of like in shock. And then after it happens, we kind of laughed about it because it was so like crazy when it happened that we all actually, after that scene, like we went into the bar, had drinks, we were laughing about it. I was like, I cannot I believe I had never seen Teresa angry like that in my life. Like I knew her 70 years before filming the show and I'd never seen her angry like that. So to see that, it was like, what just happened? And it was just kind of funny afterwards. And then the producers were saying it was a big deal. I didn't really know how viral that would go. Yeah, yeah. Until it started popping up in the media everywhere. And then I realized, oh my God, like, I didn't even think anybody would watch our show. It's like that it was getting so much attention after that, that I was just blown away. I did not expect it at all. Yeah. You was only six episodes, right, Jacqueline? I mean, the first yeah, season. Episodes. That's amazing. That's, <laughs> that's wild. That is wild. Yeah. And that moment really, cause like that whole first season really was about Danielle. I mean, it really was like, even like, I know you were on Carlos's podcast. I, I know Carlos well, like he's even said, like she really was kind of the star of that first season, but yeah. table flip changed yeah. everything. Yeah. Teresa made, put the show on the map for sure. Yeah. She did. Well, re- Anti-Danielle. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yes. I mean, recently you did. I don't know when you where you said this, but you said, which I was shocked, you would rather have dinner with Melissa Gorga than Danielle Staub. And you said, <laughs> Danielle is dangerous. So, you know, Kim and I were wondering what you meant by that. Like, why is, how is Danielle dangerous? And what does that mean? Well, Danielle has a tendency to make up stories about people and then spread them around as the truth. And then she does shady things like she'll get other people to spread the lies with her. Like she had recruited some of her followers on social media to attack me, say lies, put lies out there, write lies about us through the press. So people, you know, when you pick, say a lie, people take it as a truth and they spread it True. and it grows. And that to me is a dangerous person. Like if you're going to fight me, fight me with the truth, fight me with something, you know, tit for tat, whatever, but right. don't make that's- up stories about families, people, whatever, and then spread them. To me, that's a dangerous person. And that's that is dangerous. She told a lot of lies. Boy, well, the she'll tell some partial truths or like a truth about something, but then she would tell like elaborate really elaborate lies, like elaborate lies. Wow, wow, well, wow, wow. The two of you are just you both speak the truth. You know, someone asks you both a question, you both answer it. So I could see yes. why that way. I wouldn't say she speaks the truth, though. I wouldn't say she speaks the truth. Not Danielle. <laughs> no, not me you and Kim. Not Danielle. No, 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 no. Me and you, Jack. <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't think I would go that far. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. She's well, in a world of her own, that one. She has a lot to say at times, yes. Well, you have said, Jacqueline, that, you know, and I do believe you that, you know, you are done with the housewives. I know everyone asks you, you said you're not going back. You're ta- you know, you're not going to go on a girl's trip. You're taking care of Nicholas. I understand and I believe it. And why yeah. do you think nobody else believes it? People keep asking you this. Well, I saw your well, Instagram they- live the other day. Yeah. Do, because- and do they believe you now? Yeah. I mean, because I'm like, I've always been vocal, by the way, if you go back and read my 2016 Bravo blog, I think it's like these people have no integrity. I'm saying the exact same things in that blog that I'm saying today. I have never altered from what I've said about Melissa, what's happened during my time on the show. 
anytime a fan asks me a question, I answer it. I think the reason it got picked up and spread around and all of a sudden looks like I'm all of a sudden talking is because the timing of it, there's a conflict between Teresa and Melissa. So people are looking to me for like answers about things. So I'm answering people gets picked up and spread around and people think I'm just now saying all this. I'm not, I've been saying it forever. And so they're like, oh, she must be angling to get on the show because why is she speaking up? She's trying to get back on the show. I have so no ridiculous. I don't live in New Jersey. Um, I'm not going to go be on the Housewives of OC. I'm at a different stage in my life. The girls trip. I would love to do the girls trip. It's a week of my life right now. Realistically, I can't do it. I don't have someone to watch my son for a week straight while I, right. while I'm right. off on an island somewhere. It's just be, it would, it's a very hard thing for me to pull off. Um, you know, maybe one day I'll have somebody that can, I can trust to leave for a week. You know, my husband works, my son works, he goes to school. It's like, I can't, um, I can't do it right now. So that my angle is not to get on the show or on any show. I'm just talking like I always been. Right. But you would be open if you got it like down the road, you'd be open to a girl's trip because that would be fun to go away for the week. No, I'm saying I would do it, but I can't. You can't. It. I get it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're not like, I mean, yeah. you're not like, oh, yeah. I'll never do it. Like, it's not like I'll never yeah. do a show again. The housewives, yeah, totally different story, but a week yeah, away with the, no problem. I get it. I get it. Well, I people, yeah. I people always that. say that. I mean, like once I have someone on my show, they're like, why is this person still talking about it? I'm like, they're not. They were kind enough to come on my show. I've asked them for seven <laughs> years and I'm asking questions. Do you want me not to ask about housewives? Then you would be raking me over the coals for that. So, right. And it's that's just- what's funny too, is like, if I go on a podcast or someone asks me a question and I answer it, it's like, why are you talking about that? It was forever ago. I'm like, cause the person, the host asked me. Correct. <laughs> like, Correct. Person asked about it. Like, I'm not going to answer it. Like these people here. are crazy like, though. When you see some and, of these like, fans, they're nuts. Well, the girls on the show get all worked up. Like if you say something about the show, when you're not on it anymore, I'm like, excuse me. I was an OG on the show. I started That's the right. show. I can, it was my experience. I can talk about it to the day I die. It's that's right. Fucking business. That's and right. If you have a problem, you want me to be quiet in the corner and not say anything. It's like, I don't have to do that. If I don't want to, I don't have to go away with and hide in a corner somewhere. Cause I'm off the show. That show was nope. 10 years of my life. Like, that's right. You know what I mean? It was, it was a huge part of my life. Seven seasons. Like I'm allowed to speak on what I went through during my time. If someone asked me a question. Absolutely. So that like it, Go Too bad. Themselves. Go fuck. I agree. Go fuck themselves. Cause they still, they still say shit about me. Oh, and I go, well, guess right. what? But you're still talking about me. So that means I am relevant. Like, I don't right. need you to tell me I'm relevant. I am relevant, you know, right. but um, anyway, like, so Jacqueline, I not relevant? exactly. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm always been, you know, relevant and I'm going to stay relevant. But, um, so let me ask you this and then David could continue. Cause I want to interject something. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. 
they just opened the marina in Sag Harbor where I live for the summer. And I already have plans to go out on my friend's boat in a few weeks. And it is all good because I have relief band. Before relief band, if I went out on a boat and got nauseous, it literally lasted all day. I mean, have you, has that ever happened to you? Where like literally you will get nauseous from motion sickness at like 10 a.m. and like at 10 p.m. you still have a freaking headache and are debilitated? I know it has because motion sickness affects so many of us and that's why you need a relief fan as well. Trust me, I use it, it really works. Relief Band is the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband that's been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness. But it also works for anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy. So if you have plans to go out on the boat this summer or have a bunch of travel around the corner and you want the best way to solve your nausea, check out Relief Band. Right now, we've got an exclusive offer just for Behind the Velvet Rope listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and you promo code velvet you get 20 percent off plus free shipping so head to r-e-l-i-e-f-b-a-n-d.com and use our promo code velvet for 20 percent off plus free shipping now you guys know that in addition to new york city i'm splitting my time between the hamptons and la which sounds great right okay well it is great but it's not great when you need a doctor in both places, and I've already needed to find a doctor in LA, and I've already needed to find a doctor in the Hamptons. Here's the problem when you ask people for referrals, they start referring doctors, and one of these doctors that I was referred to in LA was literally like 45 minutes away, and I mean, I don't know, to me that was a big deal. I'm not driving 45 minutes to go to a doctor. No, thank you. And that's when I turned to ZocDoc. On ZocDoc, you can find doctors that are qualified that have great reviews that are close by. I mean, this is what ZocDoc does. So like when I actually showed up for the doctor, the new doctor in LA and a different new doctor in the Hamptons, I personally was at ease because I mean, this person had been vetted and they came highly recommended by ZocDoc. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them and treat almost every condition under the sun. It's really just that easy and that simple. So listen, go to ZocDoc.com slash Velvet Rope and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash Velvet Rope. ZocDoc.com slash Velvet Rope. All these reality shows, we see a lot of marriages and they just don't make it. They don't make it and they're dropping like flies. I mean, it's very, very sad. Tell me what you think kept you and Chris together through all of this. You've had a lot more thrown at you than reality shows. You've moved. You moved away from your family. You moved to your family. You have Nicholas, you know, who was adorable, sweet, but it's a handful. How do you keep a check? How do you keep your shit together with your husband so great? Because you have a great relationship. I know that. Yeah, I think I think a sense having a sense of humor is a huge part of it. Him and I have mm-hmm. a really good sense of humor. We play off of each other really well. Okay. I mean, we we dated for five or six years before we ever lived together. So wow. we have like a long distance like friendship, you know. Right, really, right. Before any of that you know, even being together. So I think when you go through things in life too, and you get through things, it's not like, you know, oh, we never fight or argue. You go through stuff in life and then you get over that and you, it just makes you guys stronger. Like, God, look at all we've been through and whatever. But, you know, if I'm in a mood, he knows how to joke with me to pull me out of the mood. Right. Otherwise I would stay in a mood, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
we know when to pull away and when to push and when to be supportive and when to like, okay, let me just, you know, let them have their space. Right. And I think sense of humor is a huge part of it. We like to joke with each other and I don't know. I, I, I think it's I wonderful. Know. I love yeah. it. And I always love Chris. Lots of and to, I know you always listen to me. I'm going to, I'm going to say something that Jacqueline's going to forget. We, Jacqueline one time said to me, you know, I'm in the closet drinking a cup and he brings me a cup of coffee and he wants to have sex in the closet. And I cracked up. Remember that Jack? And I go, I think that's so freaking great. Like I walk in with lay in bed with him without him trying to have sex with me. I'm exactly. like, can I just lay here and sleep exactly. for a second? <laughs> yeah, she was like, I can't even drink a cup of coffee without that. I was dying that day on the phone because he walks in. I don't remember. Jacqueline, did he hand you the cup of coffee because he got it? Or did you have it in your, you remember the story when you were like, I'm in the yeah, closet? I don't remember. I don't remember. It was so cute. It was so cute. I mean, so that keeps it real too. That keeps it fresh. It's, you know, you know, yeah, I'm that's adorable. It's softer now than it used to be, but you know, that's thanks. Like little 30s like that. You have a great butt and, though and great legs. I, I wouldn't say that now. <laughs> you look gorgeous. Um, Go ahead, David. <laughs> take it away, David. Tell you how to get that. No, in. I mean, I was going to say, well, it sounds like, you know, from this, you know, you have a great marriage, which we all know. Like, it just sounds like you're so much happier now. Just, I mean, like, do yeah. you look back and just say, like, that's just another reason of like, who would want that stress of the show? Yes. Because you know what? I grew into it because went in not knowing what it was. It grew while we were on it. It it was, you get sucked in because, you know, the money is good. So every time, like at the end of a a season, I wanted to quit. I was done. I was done. I was done. Then you get a temporary amnesia during the time you're not filming. And then you're like, all right, it's good money. I'll jump back in and do it. Then you get reminded why you don't want to do it. And then... (laughs) Once you're away from it, though, it is a different, it, it's, my life is so much more peaceful. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, a whole different, like, I don't know how I lived in that world. It's constant stress. You're constantly looking over your shoulder. You're, yeah, sure. you're like, that's coming true. after me today. Who's, you know, what are we like? You're trying to talk about your life and they're like, we're not following that. Tell us about this or talk about yes. this. When something Tap you don't on the talk shoulder. About. The tap, uh, on, the tap on the shoulder from the producers. Like you need to yep. bring this up. You need to talk about this yep. in real life. You wouldn't bring up certain things or talk no. about certain things because you don't, or you wouldn't hang out with people you don't like. Exactly. When you're, on the show, you're forced to be put in these uncomfortable situations around people. You don't like people that, you know, are coming at you people, you know, it's just, it, the whole thing felt like it was giving me cancer. That's I felt very it's terrible. Yeah. It, it was, the stress, the stress on Jacqueline it's, was brutal especially at a time where like my son was regressing on the show oh. and I tried to kind of hide that from the producers a little bit. Cause I didn't want it to be a big thing until he right. got the actual diagnosis. So I'm dealing with, you know, this child that I, you know, went through several miscarriages to have, I'm like, you know, happy. I'm, I'm I have this beautiful baby boy and now I see him regressing before my uh-huh. eyes. I'm like trying to hide it from the producers. I'm dealing with all this and the middle of all that. It's like, can you say about Teresa about yep. blah, blah, you know, and you're just like, who gives a shit yeah. about yep. any of that stuff, but you have to, you know, you're filming. You got to do it. You're you under contract. It. You're under contract yeah. and they force you to do things. They force you to say yeah. and do things. And that's why, like, I thought I quit after four season after stripper gate. I thought I right. quit after that night. 
I had a complete meltdown. I was like, it was the height of my son's regression. I had already shut down. You see me in California. Yep. I tune out. I'm like, I'm going to sleep. I'm not getting in the middle of this fight. I had been crying constantly over my son. I knew um, Teresa really didn't like me at that point. I, I was just like, what am I doing here? Like, I don't yeah. want to be part of this anymore. And I tuned out. And then after stripper, because people don't realize the, the end of the finale of fourth season reunion was the night before they taped the season three reunion. So we had already filmed a complete season of right. the fourth season the night before the third season reunion. But it was some, wasn't after, it San Cubana? It was San Cubana. San Cubana. It was so when after, I called Joe the Midget. Okay. That was the night before. They had to go to the reunion first thing in the morning after that. Yeah. So I, I like had a complete, I was like, this show is disgusting. Yeah. I can't believe where they're going with this. Um, you know, this is awful. Like, I don't want to be part of this anymore. And I thought I quit the show. I wasn't going to the reunion. I'm like, screw all of you guys. You guys all suck. Yep. I hate everyone. I, you know, I don't like Teresa. I'm not going to pretend like we were friends at the end yeah. of season three. Teresa and I were friends. I, I couldn't fake it and pretend like everything is good. Cause at that time they weren't breaking the fourth wall. No. So it's like, how do I go in and pretend like it's all good when I'm like angry and then I'm disgusted and I'm, I just don't want this in my life. And then of course I realized I had one more year of my contract. So I had to live that out the next season. Uh, come back. I, I anyway, that. But, um, but then six season I quit, but then I came right. back for seven season for the money, but, right. um, but the, I, it was just a stressful time. I just didn't want to do it anymore. I mean, let's talk about stripper. Let's talk about stripper gate for one minute. Um, I'm going to go forward and then I'm going to go back with my question. Um, okay. Forward is forward is when you're sitting with Melissa, this is after stripper gate a couple of years later, when you're back on the show and you're on mm-hmm. some kind of vacation uh, with the Gorgas. Um, I forget who else was at the table. You, when you, jump up and you yell at Melissa about her four nose jobs. I would like to clear something up because my name was brought up and you were trying to call me and I didn't answer. Why did you stand up? Was it about her nose jobs or was it to prove something else? What took place there? No, no. So God, it it, it leads up to this, but like Melissa and I were friends. So I, right. So she started getting weird with me when, Producers were trying to push a friendship between Teresa and I. They were trying to get us to, to make up and be like yes. Lucy and Ethel like we used to be. And right. we were trying to work through that because, you know, Melissa was telling me how much she hated me. But yet Teresa was nice to my face a right. little bit on filming. So I didn't know what was true and what was not. And um, when I was telling Melissa, look, they want us to mend things, you know, whatever. She started getting really weird with me behind the scenes mm-hmm. about being friends. We went out the night before the Vermont trip. We filmed with, um, it didn't air, but we filmed like a triple date with like Dolores and somebody, Teresa and Joe, me and Chris. Okay. We had the best camera stopped, stopped rolling. We stayed there till like hours after filming, laughing right. our asses off, laughs, had the best time. Melissa's calling me, calling me, calling me. Cause her and I used to tell each other what she filmed during the day, right. what I filmed during the exchange stories. So then, um, I told her, so she called, I called her afterwards. I said, I told her what had happened. I said, we had the best time. She's like, what happened? Like nothing. Like you guys didn't fight nothing. I said, no. I said, a matter of fact, it was a great evening. I said, we stayed long after we were laughing our asses off. It was actually enjoyable. And she's like, Jacqueline, don't trust it. She hates See? her guts. 
don't trust it. She's like, you know, she hates you. And I said, well, you oh know what? You're probably God, right. She, you're probably right. She's a good actress then. Cause she looked, she seemed even after filming, we were friendly. I said, right. but you know what? I don't care if she's going to be nice to me on camera. I'll be nice to her on camera. That's right. That than like fight with her on camera. So I'm That's right. That. We go to Vermont. Melissa's being coming at me a little bit, like on the bus being weird all of a sudden with me. Uh, and you know, I knew what she did to Kathy with Keely, you know, she would get Kathy to like bring up stuff on camera. And then when Kathy would bring it up, she would shoot her down on camera. Like she oh. was being protective or, you know, it was just so fake. So, so I fake. saw what she was doing to me. And I was just like, why is she treating you like this? I was so confused. Wow. So then watching the show later on, I also see her, she was behind the scenes planting seeds to the audience <gasps> with Teresa saying that I was jealous that they were making it. When I knew right. the whole time Melissa hated her guts, they, they never liked each other. I knew they didn't right. like each other. The whole time they jealous. never liked each other. I'm going in the I other room. I knew that. I wasn't, I wasn't, okay. I wasn't <gasps> jealous of anything to do with them. She was the one jealous that producers were trying to push a friendship between Teresa and I, but she went on and tried to change the narrative on camera, which was upsetting, right. but I didn't know that until later. So then we're at dinner and I know a lot of the conversation was cut out. I don't know everything that aired and what didn't air. I don't remember, but I know a lot of it was cut out. But right. The stripper gate thing came up. Now, Melissa knew, okay, so stripper gate right before that night we you know how like we always know someone is going to be uh what, what's the word like they're going to be the, the target or, or every yeah the target so everybody at a finale someone's going to be the target it always one thousand percent we're all trying to figure out who's the target tonight so i i don't remember for producer someone told me that you and Teresa filmed at a salon earlier in the day. So I called okay. Melissa and I said, I said, um, I don't know what was filmed, but I know that that Kim and Teresa filmed at this salon during the day. Just so All right, now know. let me stop. The reason why Jacqueline didn't know is because I know Jacqueline's a really good person. And if I told Jacqueline what was going to happen, she might have said something. And I wanted it to go down the way I wanted it to go down. So Jacqueline knew nothing because she would have said something. Go ahead. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com. We make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You guys know I love vodka. What can I say? That is my go-to for a stress relief at the end of the day. That is what I drink when I go out and I want to have fun. That's my thing. But I can't tell you how awful things have been in the past few times I've gone out drinking a vodka, of course, 
I feel so bloated and you know, I'm on a health kick. So I was looking for something and I have discovered Nebula nine ready to drink cocktails. They also have flavored vodkas, but I have to tell you about the ready to drink cocktails. They are so good. They're made with premium potato vodka, which means that they're gluten-free and they're sweetened with organic agave nectar and organic stevia leaf extract. And that means no added sugar. That is the key. That means I can get buzzed, which I do. Hey, I'm a good time. And I'm not bloated the next day. There's four flavors. My favorite is the Pommy Blue Cosmo, but you can also drink the Moscow Mule, the Pineapple Passion Fruit Paradise, the Great Beyond. Flavors are so freaking good. They're 9% ABV, which basically means there's two shots. That's right, two shots in each can. So order yours today, nebula9vodka.com, and you can use promo code VELVET. You get 10% off your order. Of course, always drink responsibly. You must be 21 or older to purchase. That's nebula9vodka.com. Use promo code VELVET for 10% off your order. I mean, listen, I'm not exactly Barbara Corcoran. I won't go as too far as to say that I like firing people. Did you see that interview where she said she likes firing people? But I can tell you, I fired many many, let me repeat, many people here behind the velvet rope because I've hired without the proper tools. And I go through people, well, I did like water, but things have changed because I have found Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where I've attracted, I've interviewed, and I've hired all in one place. Hello, simplicity. And I also love that Indeed is the only job set where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements. Hello, I ain't into wasting money. And with Instamatch, I found that the minute that I sponsor a job, the candidates are actually qualified. Their resumes are on point. This has really been a game changer for me. So listen, if you're in the same situation as I am, start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash velvet. The offer is only good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash velvet. Indeed.com slash velvet. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So yes, I knew nothing, but I was trying to figure it out who was the target. Um, and then, and even like during filming, like some people were on the show. I mean, there was different times we were texting during the fashion yeah. show. People wondered what we were texting. I had texted Caroline because I think I heard from you told me Kim G was coming to the fashion show. Cause they said they invited her. They invited her. And I was like, Oh, Caroline's the target tonight because yeah. they were feuding at the time. Yeah. So I yep. was texting Caroline and Lauren. I'm like, ha ha, you're the target. Kim G's coming after you tonight. I can't, like, kind of I laughing can't. about it. Right. I thought she was the target. We were trying to figure it out the whole time. Yeah. Like who's the target? Who's the target? Um, so, you know, people were texting different things. So, um, and then you text me, I said, come on, Kim. I'm like, it's Caroline the target. Like, what's going on? I know you filmed earlier. And you said, don't worry about it. You're not the target. Right. Right. One down. Jacqueline, one down. One down. Yeah, That's one down. Funny. Thank you. I can't. Who is it? So we're trying to figure it out. So anyway, Melissa, so then after it happened, when Melissa we don't know what was happening in the bathroom between Teresa and Melissa and all that. But when she came out and she said, she came out and she said that someone had approached her at the salon and said she was a stripper and all this, that's when it clicked for me. And I was like, Oh, and then someone told me like a week or so later that 
someone had known a few weeks ahead, yes. you know, ahead that this was going to go down. Yeah. Anyway, so I, every step of the way, I gave Melissa a heads up. I let her know everything. I know I, you did. I tried, you know, whatever I knew I would tell her. She knew this a thousand percent. Percent. When it came to that moment, she flipped on me. On Vermont. When it came to Vermont. When it came to Vermont. Go ahead. All she had to do was answer yes or no. Am I telling the truth? And she kept Wouldn't do the it. question. That's right. A yes or no takes two seconds. She would flip it. You're coming at me hard. I can't think right now. I blah, blah, blah. And I, I was getting enraged because I'm like, I fucking tried to protect you. And now yep. you're flipping this on me when you know the truth. You're disgusting human disgusting. being. So I, I had brought up how I'm like, look at how you lie with a lie. straight face. You yeah. lie. I go, when Andy Cohen asked you on Watch What Happens Live, if you had a nose job, you with a straight face told him it was contour. And yeah. I go, look, that's how easy it is for you to lie. And so in the middle of all that, I was like, you and your four fucking nose jobs. Yeah. I was so angry. I was talking That was so good. That was so good. I was talking about how she could lie with a straight how face. How she could lie. Not like about the nose jobs. It's this, how she lies. Right. How she lies. How she lies in the, it wasn't about the nose jobs at all. That was no. evident to everyone. It was more about the way you do it with a straight face, like you're doing right now and you won't tell the truth. And the, uh, why don't I deserve the truth after everything yeah. I've had your back on everything, you know, yeah. like her and I had talked about everything and she just flipped on me because I don't know if she was just jealous. She was trying to put a wedge between Teresa and I, I don't know what happened with her, but even after the fight with, um, what's her face? Um, the rage, um, rage on my ass girl. I forget her name. Oh I, yeah. Even oh that, God. Yeah. I, yeah. Normally if I told her that happened because that girl was coming at me for a while, right? if I, and a lot of that, you know, wasn't in there either, but if I told Melissa that before she would have my back and be like, Oh my God, I can't believe she did. You know? And instead when I told her on camera, I don't, I don't remember if it aired or not, but she looked at me all strange and she was like, Jacqueline, why would you do that? Like that's so really, oh and, and I was like, what is she doing? What is happening? Like, I just was so taken aback. Like, I didn't understand why all of a sudden she's flipping on me. And why is she acting like this? Like, I didn't get it. And well, I was now we know. Hurt. Now we know. Yeah. Now we I know. I was very hurt by it. Meanwhile, I just and, walked uh, back into the room because I had my, and they're not supposed to have nuts. I had my cashews open. My Scarlet ate the rest of my cashews. But go ahead. Oh, no. I have to report that to right. I know they're not, they're not supposed Keep to have those it, nuts away. I know. I had it, but there was, thank God there was only, I don't see anyone choking. I think they're all okay. But all right, no, because I wanted to clear and, that and up, Jack. Teresa, oh, wait, wait, one more thing. Go ahead, Teresa. So even after, so even after I, so now, after I told Melissa what had happened with Rage Girl, she um, she turned on me, right? Teresa, if you watch, when I'm fighting with, I told her like, oh, you said you wanted to clean house, Teresa. You forgot to take the garbage out. And I'm pointing. Yeah. Teresa's laughing through all of it. When 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 the girl left, um, Teresa and I were laughing. We, we got in the same car together to go back to the house. We were fine right. that night. We left even after the, you know, Robin, that's her name. Even Robin. after the Robin thing, yeah, she, um, even after that, she was friendly with me. She was friendly with me after that. Yep, yep, unbelievable. And, and so then the next day, she's all of a sudden turned on me too. And I'm like, did Melissa get in her head? Like, what did she yeah. say to Teresa to get Teresa yep. to, to turn on me? Or did Teresa really hate me this whole time? Like, what is the truth? Like, 
what is she saying in her head to like right. turn her against me or was Melissa telling the truth that Melissa, Teresa hated me? Well, I think it like- was a pact. I think even with me, with Teresa, it was a pact that Teresa made with them. And I'm going to tell you why, Jack, and then we're, we're going to, and then I want your, your input on this. When um, Teresa wore the green pageant dress that year when I was under contract, okay? And that year when I ran into all you guys at Portobello and then Kathy and Melissa they came to me, my mother, Teresa, saying she wants to, because you none of you were talking to Teresa at the time. So yeah. after that, after the pageant dress, when everybody was going at her on the reunion, except for me, I was there as her friend. I, Me and her, like, I found out she was talking shit behind my back, all that kind of stuff. I believe, and I told David this, and I told the, everyone this, that the resentment that Teresa had towards them since then, and she had to make a pact with the devil, meaning, she went to them because she had a film with them and nobody was talking to her and said, okay, I'll get rid of Kim. You'll do this. We'll do this. And we'll get, fr- we'll be friends on the show for the cameras. And I believe that to this day, Teresa resents them for that. And that's why when she found Louie and she's like, I don't need them. I have my husband. I have my daughters. Screw them. You know what I mean? And you can't blame her because they yeah. turned on her yeah. or whatever. So I believe yeah. that it was then then with me and even then with you, it was a pact that they made together. And I believe it was, I believe they never liked each other, Jacqueline. They never liked uh, each other. No. There's no question about it. They're, they never liked each other. So I mean, Teresa was respectful to Melissa as far as whenever she had a party, like even on camera, like her housewarming party, yes. her daughter's christening. There were different, every party that was a family party, Melissa and Joe were always invited. They were always right. there. Did they love each other? I mean, you know. Yeah. It was cordial. You never felt it. You you never felt the love. Because Kim is convinced they never liked each other. No. I honestly didn't really hear much about Melissa until they were coming on the show. And Teresa found out a week before filming mm-hmm. that Melissa had to do the show. And I was on the phone with her the night before the christening too, telling her, what do you care? Take the money. I would say, let let them stick the camera up your ass. What do you care? Take the money. St. Jacqueline was saying the same thing. Well, what you're both, I mean, what you're both saying is like you were living your lives. Like Melissa was and is good at the show. So it was, you know what I mean? Like you, Jacqueline, like what you're saying, same with you, Kim, like, it took you a minute to figure out like, Oh wait, this isn't like what you see is not what you get. Like, that's what these girls do. They play the game off camera and come and have their agenda on camera. And if right, you're just a real, real honest person, you don't realize it. And you're like, oh, wait, how much of like, what really do you like? I always told, wait, wait, I always told Teresa and I always told Melissa to fake it on camera for them, for their family's sake. I always said, listen, fake it till you make it. Don't fight with right. each other on camera. Yeah, you, know? did. you, you always told yeah. them that. I always push them to be friendly on camera and not to bring the drama on the camera. And what right. would they say when you said that to each of them? Well, Teresa tried that. You know, when Teresa, the night before the christening, when obviously she was angry at them for joining the show behind her back. So she was angry, but she still, if you watch, she went up to them and tried to pretend yeah. like everything was fine on camera, put her arms around them. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. How's it going? They're the ones, if they came on, 
like Melissa said, we're not coming on to come after Teresa. We have no ill intentions towards Teresa. Then why the very first scene when Teresa tried to pretend like everything was fine, you call her out and be like, oh, why are you talking to us now? Right. Started this whole big fight and then bring up all these issues on camera. If you weren't going to bring it up on camera, you would have just been, thank you for the opportunity. That's right. Showing your own shit. Why, why then didn't they just pretend with Teresa like things were fine? Do you think, do you think they came on like Melissa and Joe, like that first scene, like we saw what the table flip did and we want our own table flip moment? Of course, they always wanted to be famous. They act toward the cameras. They act for the cameras. They're very aware of the cameras. Yeah. Yep, I agree. I agree. How much? All right, David, what's your next question? Well, I was just going to ask to all of that, like how much, because like so much has been written about it. How much of like, what will, A, what do you really, what was the final straw that kind of broke up your friendship with Teresa? And like, you know, back then, before we get to this lunch and everything going on now, and like, do you really put that on Melissa? And three, do you, what involvement do you think you had in that? Okay, so this is what the fans are saying that I'm blaming Melissa for 100% of me and Teresa. I never said that. That's people's assumptions of it. Was Melissa in my ear the whole time? Yes. Did she make me see Teresa in a different light? Yes, because that wasn't the friend I knew for seven years. Teresa and I never got in one fight, one argument. There was never any jealousy between us. We were, I'm not that kind of a friend. We, we never had an issue. Melissa comes on. She's in my ear about Teresa. She's a victim. This Teresa does this and this. Teresa, why do you do this? Why do you do, you know, and then Teresa would get upset with me. Like I'm taking their side and that caused a lot of friction between us because she felt like I wasn't being loyal to her because I'm listening to them, but I'm just trying to get them to have some kind of resolve. So I'm like, Teresa, maybe not, not do this or this or this, you know, like, like, but she does the, you know, and then she would get mad at me and she started to pull away from me at that time because that's when she started to pull away from me because, Mm -hmm. because of that. But you know, Teresa and I, we had, you know, I don't know how much Melissa was in her ear, but she, they were definitely in my ear. And I believe Joe was in her ear because of that scene in my kitchen where she, she tells me Joe told her to be careful of me. And I'm like, yeah. he's the one that told me to be careful of you. Careful like, of you. And that's why, oh my that's God. I called him on the spot because yeah, you I was did. like, wait a second, let's, you answer this right now. Cause we're both sitting here. Like you tell me. And and that's why I tried to hold him accountable because I'm like, I'm not playing this telephone game. Like, no, did you tell me these things about Teresa? Or are you telling her things about me? And that's where I wanted answers right there. And I put them on the spot. Yeah. And, you know, she didn't like that. And it looked like, you know, I was pinning them against each other, but I'm not going to sit there and have him, him, I, me thinking he's my friend and yep. he's telling her stuff when to I'm be like, careful of you. Wait a yep. he said that uh, to me about her. So that's why I brought that up. So I was trying to get to the bottom of that, but you know, Teresa and I, obviously once you're at it with each other, it's like tit for tat. Like I'm saying this, you're saying that, but, but, and then it grew from there. And then, you know, you watch things that have happened between us. So Mm -hmm. I never said Melissa's a hundred percent the blame on Teresa and I are friends. What I said was she did have a part in it because she was in my ear talking a lot. And I instigate, she instigate, she instigate. And you know, and then once, Teresa and I weren't friendly. Melissa and Joe were telling me all kinds of information that I was shouldn't have been privy to, you know? Wow. And I'm saying there's they're not like innocent, but like, yes, fake it with your sister on camera and try to make it work and whatever. 
but don't turn on me and start saying things that I supposedly did and let me take the heat for things that you know I had a thousand percent, like had nothing to do with. To me, that's a shitty freaking person. And that's what they were that doing is- to me. Even at the reunion when Teresa was was trying to blame me for calling the feds and uh. Caroline for calling the feds, like they knew damn well that wasn't true. And you know the secret I knew, Kim. Yes, well, the secret, the secret, right. So the secret that I had told Jacqueline, okay, and both of us kept it to ourselves. We really didn't, Jacqueline never revealed it, that a very, very close friend of Joe's, who I was very close with, and Teresa knows too, a guy, I don't want to mention his name, I don't want to bring any problems, was in Joe Gorga's office and watched Joe Gorga tell his secretary to call the IRS. Now, did they have anything to do with the feds? I don't know. But he watched the secretary call the IRS on Joe Judice. So, and Jacqueline and I both knew all this. And the person it came from was best friends with Joe. Best friends. And yeah. this is something I mean, else Jacqueline never revealed. Again, took the friggin' heat. Her sister-in-law took the heat. And she still didn't reveal, you know, because uh, Teresa and, and Joe were friendly. You know, they were supposedly friendly. Yeah. And and listen, I mean, the feds had to do with Joe's ex-partner. We know that. Like, exactly. The IRS... Is you different. Know, the IRS is different. But I didn't witness it. I'm hearing that. No. Nope, yeah. I didn't witness it either. But I believe party. the guy. Well, yeah. if you both, well, you both heard it. I mean, that is you. Neither of you revealed that. But like in Jacqueline's case, like right, like that is your sister. And like, did you? Was that hard? Were you ever like wait? And it's not the same as the feds. But Caroline was being, you know, taking the fall. It was like she did it. Were you ever yeah. like, should I just speak up? Or it was like this is just so dark. Like I can't bring it this was- up. Well, to me, it was so dumb to even think that Caroline or I would call the feds when we were friends at the time with the beginning of this investigation. We were friends with them. Like, that would be ridiculous. So I'm like, her even saying that was ridiculous. And, you know, so I, I, it. You didn't dignify it with an answer. You don't dignify something with an answer. You know, right, 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 right. The IRS thing, you know, I don't like to speak on things unless they're facts or I know stuff. And it's not a fact to me because I heard it secondhand. You know, I heard it from you who heard it from whoever. So I, you know, I can't speak on something that I don't have facts on or that I know, you know what I mean? So I just, I'm just like, that's really deep within their family. I'm not going to get into that. But they know damn well, and they know like Joe was good friends with Joe's ex-partner. Joe Gorga was good friends with Joe's ex-partner. Yeah. Just the fact that they were allowing me to take heat for like stripper gate and all that when they knew, like I did everything I could to help her, defend her and, you know, protect her. And then they just flipped on me the way they did was so dirty and disgusting to me. And like I said, you could go back and read my 2016 Bravo blog um, these people have no integrity or something like that. It's tiny. Yeah. I yeah. say the same thing I saying now that I said back then, I'm not saying anything now. Right. And right. It's the whole thing disgusted me. And I haven't, and Teresa's known this entire time that I haven't liked Melissa since season seven reunion. That's why like when we sat down at the finale, I wanted to talk to Teresa and have a heart to heart with her and let her know why I'm feeling a certain way. And like, wh- I wanted to hear from her what happened between the night before Vermont when we, we were getting along to that to that day in Vermont right. that night. What happened? I wanted to get down to the bottom of it. I had no intentions of even speaking to Melissa because Teresa, I had a seven year friendship before right. the show ever started with not one argument. 
what happened during the show, it, it was ugly between Teresa and I. And that's what you do when two Tauruses go head to head and you're oh, fighting, yeah. you don't like each other, shit's going to be thrown. That We were on a stressful reality show. We were both going through horrible stuff in our lives. Yes, that's so right. So it's like, you know, you're at high stress and you've got people in your ear and producers and cast members and fans. And it's just very hard to maintain a friendship on the show. I had a friendship with her seven years prior to the show even starting. That was worth like talking through and getting down to the yes. bottom of it. Yep. Melissa, I met no. her on the show. I don't give right. two shits about her. I don't want her right. in my life. I got her number. I got her what she does. I have no interest in being friendly with her. She's an actress. She's an actress. Yeah. She plays the camera. I know what she's all about now. I see what she did to Kathy, which was disgusting. Terrible. Terrible. And, and you know what? This whole time she was blaming Ka- Kathy's just jealous that I'm on the show. Like, I don't know why Kathy's so jealous. She's not speaking to me because meanwhile, she stopped talking to Kathy. Yeah. And she and admitted it on... She admitted on Andy Cohen just recently. Oh, yeah, we walked she, away from them because of uh, Teresa. She just yeah. admitted it. She changed her mind. All riled up behind the scenes. Yep. And then yep. on camera, she shut her down and just like turned her back on Kathy and Richie when they were there as like supporting them. And That's right. you know, I just, I got her number. I have no interest in being friendly with her. Teresa, yes, we've been through terrible shit. And that's yeah. what happens when you, when you hurt deeply, when, when you've been friends with someone for so long and then you're hurt deeply and then it just turns ugly, you're going to say yeah. ugly things to each other. It's, it's just going to happen. It's true. That is and, so true. But Jacqueline. you know what? Let's look past all that. Let's rewind before the show started. This is where our friendship truly was for seven years. Like, could is we get back to that? Is that what happened when you had lunch? I know, but you told me. You said you really didn't talk about anything negative. We when didn't they had lunch, yeah. They just loved each, said hello to each other, kissed each other, and all the past was in the past, and they started up where their seven-year relationship was. We did. That's we wonderful. We literally said, because I kind of tried to bring up, like, stuff, and she didn't want to go back there, which I was like, really? okay, what good is it going to do to go back and talk about yeah. all this stuff? We both said shitty things. It was a toxic time in our lives. It, the show does a lot of damage to friendships, yes. relationships, you know, it's just, just, it destroys relationships. It's very hard to maintain true friendships on the show. Yeah. You know, it is because, you know, they put, you got it. You got to live up to your um, contract. And when the producers say something to you, David, very hard to say no to them. And even I know Jacqueline, there were certain things that she had to do on the show that she really didn't want to do, you know, but they, they kind of like, yeah. why? I fought, well, I fought them on things on the show all the time. A lot. Like they, there were, there was, I, I don't remember offhand, but there were a lot of things that they would want me to do and I would fight them. And then I would get calls from the higher up and, yep. and like, okay. So like, even with Teresa um, coming out with like all her legal stuff. She, okay. So I was told she had already filmed with her attorney on camera. So it was being talked about. It was right. all over the press, right? It was everywhere. When things are all over the press, you can't pretend like it doesn't exist on the show. It Correct. has to be talked about on the show. I was told every single person on the cast was talking about it, including Teresa. She filmed with the producer. They brought the magazine to my house that day. Right. So, the day that you were in your like, backyard. When you were in yeah, your so backyard. Like, this is her. Th- then, you know what? This is her chance. She can tell her side then. This, yeah. She can say, like, here's what all the rumors are out there. You say what you're telling me. Like, you tell yeah. the, your truth, you know, or whatever you were telling me at the time. Like, this is your time to speak on it. So 
you know, and at the time too, it was like, there was a lot of pieces to that. Um, she was entertaining Danielle again, which was annoying yes. because, yes. um, you know, I didn't want Danielle in my life, but she wanted to know, cause Danielle was saying how Melissa was reaching out to her that whole year, right. which obviously is proven to be true because at that reunion, um, when Danielle said you didn't go see your nephew at the yes. hospital. Yes. Like where else would she have heard? That? Of course. That of course. We thing. all knew that. And we all knew that. She did go to see her nephew. She did go to see him, but it was the next day she went to go right. see him. I think it was right. the next day. And we're like, of course she went to see her nephew. She, so for her to hear that it came out, Melissa had been talking to her that whole year. Like they've been talking. So, you know, that's why Teresa snapped and was like, <laughs> don't talk about my family on the show. Like, we're not bringing this stuff up right. on the show. You know, we're not doing this. And um, so, and anyway, I was like, quit trying to talk to Danielle. Like, just let it go. Make up with right. your sister. Uh-huh. So filming for you will be more peaceful. Because I knew how upset Teresa was that Melissa was on the show. I'm right. like, if you could just get to a place where you're not showing your anger yeah. and you can let go and actually make up with her, filming your life will be, be so, so much, much easier. easier. And yeah. instead of fighting with her on camera and having this war, just end the war, end the war. That's it. That's what I was trying to get her to do. Just end the war to make your life easier for the show. They couldn't you do know? it though. And they just, they all couldn't they do couldn't it. They do did it. it for a little while. They really couldn't yeah, do it. Yeah, it was just so much anger. Well, and that's yeah. I was trying to make it pe- more peaceful for her, but. Yeah. But when it is but, what it is. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. when you had this lunch, you said like with Teresa, which yes, you broke the internet. I know you didn't think it would be that big a thing. <laughs> You like try to bring up the past just to, you know, move past it. And she just said like, no, let's just not even go there. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to talk about any of that. Like, let's try to move forward. She was like, she, she had, it wasn't because of the Melissa thing. So she had been talking about making up with me for years. Like Andy Cohen's been on watch what happens live saying to her, like, I think you and Jacqueline need a summit to sit down and make up. She said that she was ready to forgive she said it publicly a few times. And yeah, I drink. Her, she wanted to go for a drink with you. She goes, yeah, she, you, go, you never, have a drink with Jacqueline? Because it was hard for her not to think of me when now she has a stepson named Nicholas yes. who also Unbelievable. has autism. So every time this Nicholas who has autism, it's like Jacqueline, her son is Nicholas. Yes, has autism. yes. So that was always in the back of her head. And then she's not, people act like, oh, I say something about Melissa and she wants to make up with me. I've said no. stuff about Melissa. She's known I've hated her since day one. It's Correct. just that because I was out in the press so much because of my comment got picked up and spread around. Yeah. Seeing my name more, you know, she's, she's seeing my name more in the press. She's, you know, knows she has a son named Nicholas and she's going to Vegas to go see Bruno Mars with their friends. So why not? So why not? Exactly. Right. So she's like, let me just try to try, you know, let me just. I'm happy. I'm happy she did. I'm happy she did. Huh? No, go, go on. I I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, oh. So we didn't talk about Melissa. She basically, all she said to me, she was like, I'm done fighting with them. I'm totally done fighting with them. I'm not fighting with them anymore. I'm not giving it to them. I don't care. I'm done. And I said, yeah, they both suck. And that was basically it. And that, and that was it. Like we didn't talk about anything to do with them. And I knew people would think that, but I was like, I, I did I enjoy had better things bit? to do. Melissa, did I enjoy a little bit that Melissa was going to squirm not knowing if yeah. I talked about stuff that she would tell me? I mean, yeah, of course, like, you know, I enjoyed her yeah. squirming a little bit, but that wasn't, 
you know, it wasn't about that. It was about, you know, like my husband said, you know, cause she reached out. I didn't know what to do. I'm like, Chris, I, you know, and he's like, <laughs> Chris is like, I think you should sit down. It's been a long time. I think you guys should sit down. You guys had a friendship before the show. You're done with the show now. You know, it, you're, it, it's a different phase in your life. Like why not? Why have enemies? Why, you know? So I, I agree to sit with her. And honestly, it was like no time had passed. Beautiful. I saw her, I how I was going to feel. We hugged each other. She sat down next to me and we just started talking right away. And we were talking about our sons. We were talking about autism and different things with that relating to that. Um, we talked about um, Louie, you know, I was trying to get to know him. We we're asking him questions. He was lovely. Um, I wasn't expecting that because, you know, I, you know, I'd heard things, but I also yeah. don't judge people until I meet them myself. So I gave yeah. him the best of the doubt. I loved him. He was the, the kind, like very positive, upbeat, very nice. And, you know, it's my first time meeting him. He was very, very lovely. And he told me, you know, Teresa has been wanting to for months reach out to you. Uh, and I think, he, I think he did help encourage her to, mm-hmm. to, to get the courage to do it. And I'm so glad okay. I did because we picked up like no time. Like we literally were talking. My husband goes, do you realize we've been here five hours? Unbelievable. <laughs> That's crazy. What? Unbelievable. Like, job. Did- I had no idea that much time had passed. Did you ever think? you would hear from Teresa again? Like, did you ever think this would truly happen? No, because she's not the type to like make the move. She was putting it out there, maybe hoping I would reach out, but like Mm -hmm. I had already removed myself from all that. So I wasn't going to like re-engage it again. I did get a call from her once she was in Vegas for something because I saw her picture. She was in Vegas. She called me and I saw it ringing and I didn't answer it because I got like, I don't nervous. Like when I first, when I first moved out here, I think it was. Um, How how long ago was that? Like years ago. I was, I've been here four years. So it was probably the first year I moved here. She, but I don't know if I am like, maybe it was a butt dial. Cause why would she call me? Like I I thought it was, I I didn't even ask her about it. So I don't, I still don't know. That's funny. And there was no voicemail left. Like the phone just rang. No voicemail, nothing. No voicemail, no text, nothing. Wow. Wow. So maybe, so maybe Teresa butt dialed you or maybe she was looking for you four years ago. But what I saw was she was with one of our old producers at one of the pools. So maybe he took her phone and did it. I don't know. Oh, maybe. 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 What did any part of you, you know, once Chris said, I think you should go and it was a seven year friendship. Like, were you, did any part of you think you shouldn't go? And were you nervous? Like, I would be so nervous. Like, you know, I'm not scared of people, but like, you know, when you have a lot of history with someone to go and how to meet them. I wasn't nervous. I can't explain it. I was more, I was, I feel like I was a little more excited to like, and curious, like, what is she going to say? Like, what is this about? Like, you know, it was more curiosity for me than nervous. And I was like excited to see her because I was like, this sounds, this sounds friendly. So I'm like, what, what's going on? Like, and in my head, I was like, does she have another motive? But then when I sat with her, she didn't have another motive. There, it wasn't about Melissa. It wasn't about, you know, other things. So I was like, huh, this is like genuine. This, and it, it really felt genuine. It wasn't about anything. It wasn't like, I need you to do this for me or that for me. Or it wasn't like that at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. I believe that. I believe that. So, I believe a lot of this is genuine. She said that she, um, I saw her in another interview recently and she said that the, wherever, whoever, whatever therapist she's going to and her sister-in-law's forgivity, it really yeah. is helping her. 
You know, it really, yeah, she really enjoys it, right? She's loving it. And I think yeah. she's forgiving. She's, she's owning and she might not say it to you, Jacqueline, and she might not say it to other people, but she's owning her own shit and saying, you know what? I did stuff too. And I miss Jacqueline or I miss this one. So why not? You know, and they're teaching her how to forgive. Yeah. They're teaching her how yeah. to let yeah. things go. Yes. And I think they're also teaching her to the people that are toxic in your life that you can't fix, you know, nope. let those people go. Like I think her exactly. brother and Melissa have hurt her so bad and have done yep. so much that she's, it's hard for her. Like she needs to step away from that for a little while and yeah. just like be surround herself with people that she feels like, you know, will be good for her. Yeah. You, and, are, and, are, and are genuine and are genuine. Do you think, yeah. do you think, cause like, look, we could all hear about a situation and until you walk in someone else's shoes, you don't really understand it. Like, do you think now that she does have like a stepson, Nicholas, that, you know, has like special needs and autism, like that has got to be like, do you think that helped you know, like she must have a different yeah, empathy think, for you and what yeah. you were going through and yes, are going through. She did say that. Yep. She said that to me. Nice. So that's nice. That's yeah. nice. That's nice. Yeah. What else so, you got for us, David? Well, where do you guys go now? Like, are you now talking? Like, is it like an everyday? Do you guys text? Like what happens now? We, everyone's talking about this meeting. Yeah. Um. So now we keep in touch. We do text. We'll, we've talked on the phone a few times. Um, you know, she called me when she had her stepson in the car. She was on her way to pick up her daughter from dance class. We just talked the whole way there and back. And it's like kind of picked. And actually, our husbands are getting together very soon. They're going to go golfing together and they're going to go That's see great. a see fight together. And um, and she's, you know, she's on vacation. And yeah, her husband will be here. And actually, his older son and my older son will meet, too. They're going to the wow. four of them are going golfing. That's so, great. Yeah. We just sort of like, you know, we keep in touch now and that's good. That's it. And this that's is happening. And this huh? is happening in Vegas. Like your older son and his older son. And when he comes to visit you and Chris, they're all going to go play golf. He's coming soon. And, and yeah, my husband, the husbands and the sons are going to go golfing together. And then they're going to a USC fight. Look, I have a pumpkin smile. I'm so, look at my, I, I, I love, I love when the it's hard to find couples where like you get along with both the husband and, right. and the wife, you know, they, everybody mash, meshes. So it was nice. And honestly, we probably would have had more, more than a five hour lunch because what happened was they had to go to go to dinner because dinner. they were meeting their friends for dinner and a concert. So they oh had to my leave God. us to go to them. Otherwise we probably would have stayed all night. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. No, that's so cute. That is so cute that the way his son is adorable. His son's yeah. really, really cute. He's really cute, yeah. right? He's cute, They're David. Yeah, both of his sons are gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, is everything reset now? Because, you know, like, if you look at, like, fans and, you know, everyone online has a comment. Everyone's like, Jacqueline, beware, beware. We're worried for you. Like, you know, like you said, it's very authentic. But, like, is it really reset? Like, you have no reservations? Like, you know, it's let's pick up where we left off. I mean, that's a valid question, right? Everyone is telling Jacqueline to run for the hills, so... Really, I mean, is this, has Teresa changed? Does she need to change? Is this friendship like really back on track? I mean, it is Teresa, I have to ask. And also I want to talk about, is this Melissa's last season? You know, that's the rumor. What does she think? All this rumored stuff that came up at the reunion about Joe Gorgon, Joe Giudice. Is it really Melissa versus Teresa or is Joe Gorga really the problem? I am just getting started.
And remember, Kim, let Jacqueline answer. So stay tuned for part two of our chat with the one, the only Jacqueline Larita, because we are just getting started, guys. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope, because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.